Hi, and welcome to 5 Minutes with Phil. In Paul's first letter to his spiritual son, Timothy, he writes, Men, be holy. Get your anger under control. Get your ego out of the way and put your trust in God. And to the women, he says, be modest, decent, and proper. When I read this, the first thing that comes to mind is, why the difference? Is it okay for women to let their anger control them or their ego? Aren't they to trust in God? Is it okay for men to be immodest, indecent, and improper? Of course not. So why does Paul differentiate here? Why does God, who inspired these words, differentiate here? In our era, we put a lot of value on treating men and women with the same level of respect, expectation, admiration, and confidence. And in so doing, we've tended to fudge the lines that define male and female. In fact, the tendency today is to think of male and female as much more than different sexes according to DNA. Gender now refers more to how masculine or feminine a person is. It's more related to feelings, preferences, and behaviors. A while ago, I watched Preston Sprinkle discuss ministry to trans people. It was organized by the British Columbia Conference of Mennonite Brethren Churches. In his paper and on the broadcast, he talked about the many ways to understand what it means to be trans. Everything from feeling like you are more of the opposite sex than you are your own, to having sex change surgery and hormones, to dressing like a person of the opposite sex, well, the lift seemed endless. One of the things Sprinkle talked about is the idea that for a very masculine male, they probably only demonstrate the attributes of masculinity about 80% of the time, and that the same thing can be said about femininity. And he described this phenomena as a continuum with people actually living in a range within it. No one is 100% masculine, and no one is 100% feminine according to our cultural norms. Girls wear dresses, boys love hockey, girls play with dolls, boys play with guns. We know that's not 100% true. When Paul wrote, there's no reason to think that he had anything other than a person's sex at birth in mind here. Is he responding to tendencies within males and females? Do males have a tendency to resolve things with their fists? It's possible. Do women have a tendency to flaunt their assets more? Hmm, I don't think so, but I guess it's possible. In our society, women may seem to spend more time working on their appearance than men do. I'm thinking of how long it takes to leave the house in the morning to get ready. Is that a female tendency? Or is it all about societal expectations? You could argue either way. The fact is that many of the norms in our culture are determined by the culture, which is ever-shifting. Before I delve into Paul's words here, let's put them into context. The New International Version gives the heading, Instructions on Worship. New King James says, Men and Women in the Church. RSV, Instructions Concerning Prayer. NASB, Instructions for Believers, and finally, ESV, Pray for All the People. The focus is on the gathered and living church. It's on the kind of attitudes that should be practiced and the attributes which will make the church effective in glorifying and honoring God and reaching the world with the gospel. 
A couple of posts ago, I wrote that this invitation to live in a relationship with Jesus was extended to all nationalities, more than just those who traced their heritage back to Abraham. It was for both Jews and Gentile. When Paul wrote to the church in Galatia, he wrote, There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Galatians 3.28 All one in Christ Jesus. I don't think you and I realize just how revolutionary those words were. So here's what I'm saying before digging deeper in the posts to come. If you're a Christ follower, pray with holy hands, peaceful hands, and encouraging voices. If you are a Christ follower, be modest, decent, giving, and living lives which bring honor, glory, and praise to the God who made you and who saves you.